I have EC3 here with me. We're going to be talking about uh, NWA Hard Times 3. Uh, I'll start with that. I mean, Tom Latimer, you kind of called him out uh, at, at the last pay-per-view, the, the anniversary show. This, you know, the story started in August. It's going to come to a head in November, even though you guys are having some interaction in between then. But, uh, I mean, is this... Is this the storytelling storytelling you're looking for that, you know, you sort of set off on this journey, so to speak, uh, your narrative? Is this the stuff that, you know, you really want to sink your teeth into? Yeah, this definitely intrigues me. And I think Tom Latimer's, if it's, if it's real, people feel it. If it's real, we as a talents feel it. And I think Tom Latimer's real story is so intriguing because I've known him for such a long time from FCW days and like just him being pegged as being a top guy in any company. Like he's a superstar. He has look, he has moves, he has work ethic. He has the ability to like a natural charisma about him. I mean, the guy is an A plus first round draft pick star. And the only thing that ever defeated him were his own demons. So, you know, he had a hard time from WWE to impact. He battled himself that's been his toughest opponent till you know me but i still feel like that now that he's on this path he's happy in life he's happy in marriage he's happy in his career happiness can breed complacency and i think for a guy like tom latimer to truly reach his top potential he has to finally quell every demon he has and if that takes me to bring them out of him then that will be the case because at this point i've become more of an idea than just a arrest in my mind I want to bring people to their best. I want them to control their narrative, to be able to tell their story. Because the real stories of some of these talents that I choose are so much more intriguing that can be written and produced. Like their realities, their realities are what make people feel emotions and feel something within themselves. And to bring their stories to the forefront in a realistic manner, that is the storytelling I'm looking to do. And at the same time, I'm going through hell personally professionally like maybe i'm projecting my own demons and issues onto a guy like that and using him as an escape from myself so i think it's very layered it can go a multitude of directions nwa allows that freedom to kind of let the talent explore their own stories because you know corgan as leader knows we know ourselves better than anybody knows us I'm probably getting my dates mixed up, but how much, how much did you interact with him when, you know, he was in impact, you were, you know, obviously you had your career start there, but uh, how much interaction did you guys actually have? I'm in a professional fighting within the ring. I think we barely touched, to be honest, from FCW to an impact. I feel our very first physical confrontation may be our first. There may have been some throwaway, sh- you know, punches thrown in a battle royal, or like a weird gimmick match at one point. But our interactions are beyond what has been seen on camera. Our reactions are kind of what's been off camera, as far as a cordiality. Excuse me, a cordiality and a friendship, and sort of you know a professional brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I love about that too, like, yeah, we, the storytelling I'm trying to sink my teeth into is 
taking things to a level like where the first time, you know, competitors lock up. People are excited to see it because nothing's been thrown away and everything's been protected and pristine and, you know, rid of fully even slate and made the best man win. There's no, you know, unnecessary fights backstage or unnecessary hitting him with a chair, things like that, attacking him from behind or having my goons beat him up. Like, get, I mean, I did do that once, don't get me wrong, but I had to make a message. But for us, if, you know, go to Hard Times 3, completely at even levels. I, I love that, and I love. I wish Russell could do that more. It's like make people anticipate something. The great rebrand. Uh, control your narrative, free the narrative. Felt like a rebrand. How is the great rebrand different? Like obviously, it's you know a, a new chapter, but uh, it's something that's kind of caught my interest as of late. How how would you sort of put that in perspective? You know, what control your narrative, my idea and presentation through free the narrative and what it was going to become got lost, lost in a disarray of misinformation and unnecessary online banter and a bunch of like, my vision has been corrupted. And that was because I allowed my vision to be in the hands of honestly other people at times. I too may have been blinded and corrupted by the fact that with what we had, that maybe something we can expedite the process. I never wanted to be a promotion or the three letter brand per se, but then all of a sudden we kind of were positioned as one due to like, you know, a streaming television deal and a possibility of live tours and things like that. But it all got lost in the, the concept and the idea. So the great rebrand is basically, I don't know, people say the great reset. So I thought it'd be funny to say the great rebrand, but two at the same time, if my vision initially didn't work, it's my vision and my responsibility and my accountability. It all lies on me. So what I did, I don't feel was going to work properly. What I'm going to do, the clear vision and the experience behind it, that is in fact a great rebrand. And it might not be so great as far as visual and different concept, but it's bringing true intention to what I wanted to do and seeing it through. The narrative won't go on as planned. Uh, I I mean, I, the way I took it, you said there's like a, a friendly goodbye to Killer Cross in the third Free the Narrative coming up. Any update yes. on any update on when that's coming out? Uh, any more You're, details as far as the next project? I am glad you asked. Free the Narrative 3 should be released. We're looking to start it as opposed to one long feature making it episodic and sort of a mini series, which I think gives it a lot more digestibility because it's so different to, you know, the conformed wrestling fan that, that maybe they'll accept it and enjoy it and find something in it. Or if they don't like it, that's cool too. But that should be beginning on pro wrestling TV, October 16th. And it should be four to five episodes with some reaction pieces afterwards. And then, uh, yeah, killer cross, what we could have done together. You know, could have been amazing, but his journey I came through narrative and they came out exactly where they wanted to be. So taking that power into your own hands and not having to conform and do the exact same, you know, show up at a different company to the reaction and then, you know, fall by the wayside and then everything's the same. Being a part of that process, I think, developed them to be who they're supposed to be. And so 
my ship works. A little bit of news, October, uh, right now it's October 7th. So you said October 16th and then it'll be consecutive weeks. Yes, it'll be consecutive weeks. And then upon the completion, it'll probably be released in its entirety as a full feature. Do you feel like the reception for you, you had, uh, Matt Cardona in the first one, Adam Scher, Braun Strowman in the second one. Do you feel like the reception was better, different for those standalone projects versus trying to make the promotion? Like, how do you feel like, you know, reflecting on it? I think um, presenting something, I think it's tough with attention to detail and attention spans when you're trying something so new, I think throwing it all at once as opposed to easing people in and, you know, guiding them through a process to see if they enjoy it or they don't may have been the only mistake, I think, because by making a full feature, I featured Matt Cardona and myself, maybe fans not familiar with the other people we wanted to develop, maybe didn't catch their interest as much, but I think in a seasonal kind of short increments, it plays very well. Um, both the projects like are completely self-funded, self-created, self-produced, self-music, everything is done in-house by a very small, you know, new team. So very proud of being able to do it and very proud to be able to make it a, a trilogy in a sense to at least see one entire vision all the way through and then take that for what it is. And does it continue in that essence? Does it evolve? Does it live in history as what it was? You know, there's a lot of options from there and see where the see where the fans dictate it and the performers that love being part of it dictate it. So it's more about getting up the, the performers, like that's the main focus, allowing them to be able to create and giving them a platform to do it. So a lot had interest in it. We'll see if Free the Narrative Free sparks interest or if it rests on its laurels, I'll be very proud of that too, because doing something nobody's ever done this one obviously was in production uh i don't know if you can speak to how far into production it was while all these other you know contract things were going on but now that you sort of i mean you're ahead if you wanted a, a potential fourth one like is that something you're thinking about or are you waiting for this one to air and see the reception as far as a fourth, I think no matter what happens, it has to, therefore in itself, be part of a great rebrand and change. Because the original vision was, I mean, I'm EC3, let's do three. If we can knock one out, nobody wants, you know, you make it a trilogy. I think the reception and, you know, the possibility of it being, it is a, it is a time, and, you know, Effort, it takes a lot. And it takes a lot out of us physically. It takes a lot of us uh, mentally. Is it super profitable? That would be the question. So when it comes down to a business perspective, where to take it, I would love to do something along the lines of it in a you know 12-part series on a streaming network that is fully invested in behind it just to give a different look and art form to what professional wrestling is. That'd be my main goal and vision going forward. But then when you bring other people into things, you know, other people have skin in the game and then, you know, visions get not corrupted, but changed or, you know, there's a lot of negotiating going on. Mm -hmm. So 
to be determined. I would love to continue doing it as long as it provides a service to the talents, provides entertainment to the fans, provides inspiration and storytelling and messaging that is positive and you know unique characters and people can live vicariously through it. Like if we can keep doing that, then yeah, it's definitely going to be worth it. Yeah. yeah. I, the last time we talked, I think it have been in between the first and the second one. I don't remember, but you said your vision was, you know, you want this to be a series where it goes. We don't know. I would say you accomplished your goal. Like you're, you're looking at your third one. You had a, a company like a tour, you know, touring plans. You ran some live events. So I think it, it maybe went beyond what you originally planned. So I would say, you know, it's a, it's a success in that respect. Yeah, and then, too, with, like, you know, touring aspirations and live events, those are still on the table. Is CYN going to be the, quote, promotion hosting these? Like, or is it what I really believe it is? That's like a concept and an idea and almost a faction of people who believe in the message and the idea becoming parts of other things. As the tour was progressing, my idea was to really make that a brand for you know, other independents and high-level people and other talents to be able to be seen by the world if we had television behind it. And it was televised, like, it's just another platform for people to have their name out there, be recognized, be noticed. And it was bold and ambitious. With Adam going back to the WWE, who wasn't in the cars at the time, it could still play, but I do also think the idea of Control Your Narrative being a, a group and a faction plus an idea that can find itself in any promotion, whether it's televised, whether it's independent, whether it's international, and contributing a new, unique brand and interest and draw to those places everybody can win. We'll have to see uh, what the future holds for that beyond, you know, we just, the last time we talked, you promised me some scoops, so I got one. Control it. Free free the Narrative 3 is going to be out in about a week or so so uh tune in for that as you said consecutive weeks it's going to be episodic and then nwa hard times in new orleans nwa hard times three uh next month so we'll have to see how that plays out uh thanks for your time today i am glad we got a chance to catch up uh you know everything worked out and we'll have to do this again soon well i appreciate it don't be a stranger and two when I talk about control your narrative being an idea that's almost an infection to different promotions and things like that, I think the NWA, with their ties to nostalgia, get their future. I think that's why this is perfect matrimony. Um, so I'm excited to see where we go together, where we grow together, and I'm excited to see myself as NWA champion in the future. There'll be an interesting uh, turn of events, but I'm calling the shot now. So.